0: At 14 years old, a boy kissed me on an elevator in my high school. Unlike the other times before, he didn't ask me or tell me to keep it between us. He was perfectly fine with me telling everybody that he kissed me. It was liberating. Before that, I always felt guilty about my experiences. Never ashamed of who I was, but guilty for having done this because these guys never wanted anyone to know. At 14, I felt free. At 14, I was able to have a freshman year in high school where I felt like I was finding myself. Where I could feel comfortable in the way that I dressed. Where I could explore who I was and have fun without any type of shame, 14 was a very important year for me. (sighs) Giovanni Melton will never get to have that. Because at 14 years old, he was taken from this world by someone who was meant to protect him. What must it feel like to be in the midst of discovering who you are and to have your father kill you. Giovanni didn't just have a room. He had a whole apartment to escape from this monster. 14 years old with your own apartment and you still couldn't escape him. found out that you were living your truth and how bold and brave you had to be at 14 years old to tell them tell them <sighs> i do my best to understand this world as a healer i work day in and day out to be a bringer of light To spread love, insecurity, ignorance, fear. They're all so powerful. He never had a chance. He never had a chance. It's in moments like this that I remember that we have to be strong, but God knows it's hard, man, because y'all just keep fighting against joy. What the fuck? When I was 14 years old, a boy kissed me, looked me in my eyes without shame and embraced me. He held me and I felt whole what is wrong with you people that love is so scary to you how insecure and fragile i decades and decades centuries is beyond antiquated ideas of what masculinity is supposed to be. You are all children. Fools. You have no idea what you're doing. You're walking around blindly. Your insecurity will destroy all of us. I will continue to love I will continue to heal, but I swear on everything, I see you. I see every single one of you. You will not destroy us. I won't have it. Giovanni Melton, I speak your name. We speak your name. It's time to heal. what's good everybody welcome to the healing space i am sensei raven akundayo
1: i am brandon harris
0: williams and yes huh? what was you about to say nothing i just said hang Uh oh really that <laughs> is that gonna be your new uh, a new part of your intro after you say your name i, I give a different
1: sound every week you know oh. i don't want to give, give them out to them right now i want to keep them on their toes, you know. Yes,
0: sir. Okay. Give the people what they want. Is that what they is that what they, give they want? Give the people. <laughs> give people what they want. <laughs> hey, hey, hey!
1: Got to give the people.
0: Okay. I, I was just gonna be quiet. I was gonna let you do your thing <laughs> <laughs> after you were done because you're, you're giving the people what they want now. So. give it Hey. Hey. Anyway, I am uh mm-hmm. I am happy to be in good spirits right now cuz I've had quite a week as you Listen. are aware. Listen. <laughs> so, that's a, a a good reason to transition into our weekends. So, how was your weekend?
1: My weekend was cool. Um so, I worked Friday evening. Mhm. And so it was uh, one of my coworkers' birthday on Friday, and so she wanted to go out after work. So I just put I get off at I get off at twelve fifteen a.m. So, so we kept like trying to like figure out what time we were gonna meet up if my like, people were gonna leave work and they go home and change. I was real real I was real real with them.
0: I was <laughs> Take like, your I time. Home, <laughs>
1: I'm not coming back out. I just want y'all to know. So I'm gonna go straight to the the little bar and club or whatever because it's. If I go to the house, I won't. I'm not going to bet you back out. I'm not even going to lie to you. So, eventually, we kind of figured out. um, She had to go run and change real quick. She wanted to change her shirt or whatever. Somebody else wanted to go change from their work clothes. I was like, I don't know what y'all really plan on doing. Did y'all got to go change? But okay. I'm not going to knock it. So, we went out um, to this first bar. It was more of a... I kind of want to call it a country ish bar, but they weren't playing country music, if that makes any sense. Just like kind of like the vibe So like a kind of a country bar, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a bull that you could ride or whatever. And so we weren't there too long because they didn't really enjoy it. Like the music downstairs was kind of eh. And then we went upstairs to that area and it was more black music. Yeah, it was just more black music.
0: But so wait, wait, really wait. Did, did any of y'all ride the bull?
1: No.
0: Oh, y'all are no fun. I'm
1: sorry. Because I I had gotten there first and So I'd already had a drink before all of them got there Right And then they got there, I got me a second drink And then, yeah So we ended up leaving there Because she was, I mean, I was like, it's her birthday So whatever you want to do, come down the flow Until I get sleepy, just being honest So uh, We left that place and went to another place It was a hole in the wall Type of establishment It was very um, Very black I was trying to find a nice word, but it was yeah, it was like a nigga spot for real. Oh, and so that that was right at the alley. They really enjoyed it. So hey, so <laughs> we had a good time there, and then eventually we left. We went home, and so that was Friday going into early Saturday morning. I I'm weird. Like when I drink, the drinks normally don't hit me till later, but I think like it's like part of my mind is like, okay, you know, you still have to drive. Right. So don't don't drink one. Don't drink too much, but two don't feel it too much either until you get to like a safe location. So I guess I'm like thankful that my body is normally like, okay, we're not gonna indulge too much because we know we still have to be alert. So since my drinks didn't like fully hit me until I went home, I like definitely slept in Saturday. Okay. And so Saturday was pretty much a lazy day. I didn't do much. I hung out with my best friend. Um, just watching TV. I caught up on all my shows for the week. Well, everything but queen sugar but yeah so (laughs) and then today is still sunday so it's still going on uh so yeah it's
0: my weekend Mm-hmm. was out dipping it and doing it you know i was about to say you you really trying to be cute last weekend you were up here this weekend you got a good rundown to give us you know
1: and the next two weekends i'm gonna be out of town too
0: listen look at you look at you
1: look at him Don't
0: give him too much. Trying to act like you groan. grown. Give
1: him a little leg and take it
0: back. Come on. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you had a great weekend. My weekend uh, has Ew. been filled with healing. I What's have on, been bro? good and sick since last Monday night. Uh, I got food poisoning. Um I I I was really about to say where I got it from but I uh, c- come on let's do better. So I I you it If you don't want to. Whatever. <laughs> it was from a pizza establishment and I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um I will not be giving them my money for a long long time. I'm not going to say ever. Uh but it's going to be <laughs> a very long time before I <laughs> give them my money again. Uh it definitely won't be from that location. I know that for sure. Uh but yeah, it it destroyed me. Like, it really, really did. Like, I went to sleep, and I was like, okay, you know, everything's all good. Uh, taking into consideration every time I eat pizza that I'm lactose intolerant. Uh, so, you know, it's constantly I'm bucking against. Uh, now, mind you, I hate every other type of cheese. I can't stand cheese. But with pizza, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Even the smell of most cheeses make me sick. But... I go to sleep, I wake up in the morning, and my body is ravaged. Like, when I tell you I feel like I am depleted of everything, I am drenched in sweat, I honestly couldn't see straight, I stood up and couldn't walk right, I was like, what's happening right now? I was terrified. So it got to a point where I had kind of began to dry, you know? And I wasn't sweating as profusely as I was when I first woke up. And I was chilling out. So I was on the couch in the living room. And I'm like, okay, okay. We're just going to relax and hope that whatever this is, is something that just started in the morning, it's going to go away. So then I started using the bathroom. And that's when the floodgates literally opened. (laughs) And from that point on, I have been using the bathroom from Monday afternoon all the way until today all yeah, the way <laughs> and the positive thing is is that for the first two straight days i didn't talk to anyone i don't think it was i think it was either was it thursday when i finally talked to y'all verbally i think on thursday was when i finally verbalized myself um before that i was totally totally silent like sounds drove me insane i was extremely sensitive to touch my skin felt. I was like, "Oh my god!" Ugh, just everything s- smells like I have uh, the little plugins in the apartment, and I had to take them out and then I put them back in because I was like, "I can't live without my plugins." But <laughs> 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 but it it has literally been the worst experience. Everything was heightened, and at first I thought that it was all you know my lactose um, or the intoler- mm-hmm. intolerance of. But then, I don't know if it was you, it was two people who shared with me that they thought that it was food poisoning and not just, you know, it couldn't have just been it being um, milk product. And yeah. then uh, once I explained all of the different symptoms, pretty much across the board, everybody was like, yes, that's food poisoning. Um, I but definitely wanted to take... No, not at all. And that's, it. It, it, felt, it felt good to have y'all share with me y'all experiences so I knew I wasn't going crazy. You know, mm-hmm. um, cause I really, in the beginning, especially because all I could do is text. I'm like, I really hope that I'm able to get across what I'm going through, but it was, I don't know. Like today I'm better. I'm still, you know, having to go to the bathroom and everything. I'm finally eating solid food, but it's nowhere near what it was at the beginning of the week. Well, throughout the majority of the week, um, I'm mm-hmm. definitely not having hot sweats and all that stuff anymore. Um, I don't feel dizzy, so that's good. I'm just ready to stop constantly going to the bathroom. On the flip side, I feel like I weigh nothing. <laughs> I feel, feel like there's nothing in my body. Every time I put something in my body, I'm off to using the bathroom again. So I'm like, okay, well, it's a process. I would like to thank everybody who hit me up, though, because when we recorded last week's episode, I, d- I didn't get it up until... Uh, around 11 p.m. on Tuesday night so I put up a post apologizing to everybody letting them know that it was because I was sick and I would have the podcast up as soon as possible so everybody started hitting me up text messaging me and stuff asking me if I was okay and that really felt good because in my mind I, I genuinely was only letting people know the reason why the podcast wasn't up yet so So I'm like that really felt good that so many people mind you, people who I don't even talk to on a regular basis. So that was was really cool, you know? I'm like, wow, so even if you don't talk to people on a regular basis, they still wanna know that you're okay. So that was really cool. So nice of so, them. Yeah. So for all of those people who checked in on me, however you checked in on me, whether it was Marco Polo, it was my inbox, text messaging, whatever, thank you. It it really, really means a lot. Um, So that was the majority of my weekend. I taught yoga yesterday and my energy was super low and not even in a negative sense. I wasn't drained. I was just really, really calm. Like my body feels really different right now. Um, So it was a good thing because for the month of November, I'm teaching my students moon salutations and so it kind of works because <clears throat> with your sun salutations, I'm working to get you sweating. It's the opposite with moon salutations. I'm working to calm you and cool you. So that was actually really cool because I was like, well, look at that. <laughs> I'm starting this at a point where I definitely don't need to be doing anything too strenuous. So that was pretty awesome. So I, I liked how the universe brought that all together. But other than uh, teaching yoga and bucket. I haven't, I literally haven't done anything else this weekend. You and I kind of switched places. <laughs> I've, I've been <laughs> real chill. <laughs> just, just
1: this weekend, you know, just this weekend.
0: I'm sure oh, because, be like tr- listen, listen, this upcoming weekend, we about to start celebrating the birthday, so. <laughs> I love
1: how you say start celebrating. I love it. Be, let's, I be love it. let's
0: be clear. Let's be clear. Because it's more than one weekend where we're going to be turning up, so.
1: Yes, yes, sir. Okay. I don't even though, <laughs> listen, you're the birthday guy. I'm not the birthday guy, so you got it. You got it. Uh, you know, this... yeah, I normally put my phone on airplane mode on my birthday, Oop. so
0: you know. I... <laughs> And that's true. Being I gagged this year. That is very. <laughs> but you you were very sweet to me for your birthday because you understand what birthdays mean to me. So you at least allowed me to get my love in before you vanished from everybody. So, <laughs>
1: but, I did, but this year I didn't vanish. So I did better this year. You
0: did. You did. I, was... I let my
1: co-workers take me out to dinner. I let them pay for me. I don't, what? Listen. But I never let nobody pay nothing for me. So...
0: Acting like a civilized human being for your birthday. Come on. Look what. Not too much. Look what happens with age. Come on.
1: Not too much.
0: Stepping out of your cave. I'm here for it all day. Whatever. (laughs) I
1: think I missed something as part of my week, which I love. You know, because we talked about this, but I'm just going to put you out there. You don't want to tell me your reaction until I brought up on the podcast. Oh Jesus!
0: So, oh Jesus! So let
1: me get ready. I want y'all to get ready. Turn turn it up. Turn your volume up. Get ready. Okay, so Raven's good girlfriend, <laughs> Beyonce, is was cast as Nala in the Lion King, the live action film. How are you feeling, Raven?
0: Congratulations for her. That that's awesome. That's going to put a lot of butts in the seat for the Lion King. <laughs> it will.
1: I absolutely agree with that. Yes.
0: It will. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you definitely going to tell me that. You get on my nerves. so
0: much. <laughs> it's going to put a lot of butts in seats. Congrats Now, to- okay, I have a quick question. huh mm-hmm. So this is
1: live action, so that means they'll like. Because they're still animals, if you get what I'm saying. Yes. So I don't know how this is supposed to work. I guess I haven't seen any of the other live action Disney movies,
0: so I don't know how they work. Oh, you should watch uh, Jungle Book. I think Jungle Book will give you a better understanding of how The Lion King's going to go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They did a really good job. And Jon Favreau is directing, and he directed uh, The Jungle Book. So, and that thing was beautiful. It was epic. So I know that The Lion King is in good hands. Well,
1: I'm right then.
0: Yeah. Can you feel
1: the love tonight?
0: Mm. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> <laughs> it 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 can't go wrong in John's hands. Yeah. <laughs> is is that all, sir? No, that was it. I was just wanted to know your opinion, you didn't want to share it off yeah. the podcast. So mm. I just wanted to hear it now. <laughs> mm hmm. We have our cat and, and, and Donald Glover is Simba, so that's all that matters. i um, yeah there we go there we go uh-huh mm-hmm Man. hey
1: again somebody else will get butts and seats
0: won't he because he'll get mine thanks
1: well
0: there we go mm-hmm let the healing begin I,
1: yeah i'm going to support my good girl Alfre.
0: oh she's in it too that's true yeah you know what <laughs> And James L. Jones is actually going to be reprising his role as Mufasa. Right? Amen. So that's a blessing. That's really awesome. We are all blessed that he's still here to be able to do that.
1: Yes. I almost wish it was somebody else, but
0: yes. What? Just because he's done it before, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, well, yeah. But, I mean, he's he's iconic. I mean, they even brought him back for uh, one of the newer Star Wars movies as Darth Vader. So, yeah. Well, look at that. Listen, that's a, that's a once-in-a-lifetime voice right there. <laughs> one in a million. Amen. Come okay, so I'm, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and transition now, because I feel like the minute you said one in a million, you're about to start singing. <laughs> no. I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to. <laughs> I don't play with you. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> you about to take somebody back to some eighty slow jams. <laughs> one in a million. Uh, well. Oh, oh! Okay. You don't know it. You don't know that one. Okay, praise God. All right, good. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, stop right, stop right there. Stop right there. It's a man, right? It's a yes, man. It's a though, man. I know the song. I can think of the right now. <laughs> Give me a second. No, we need to transition. <laughs> 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 we need to transition into pop culture and talk about your television shows, damn it! So we about to transition. Amen. We certainly do. Yes. <laughs> So this is the TV roundup evening edition. We needed to be able to wait later on in the evening to record this because this week, uh, not only did the Atlanta housewives premiere for this new season, but also escapes. Uh, what is it? Limited event is which is what we would call it, Brandon.
1: Yeah, because it's only four episodes. So which I, they did not publicize correctly because I didn't thought it was like a full season or at least, you know, 10 or something, but whatever. Only four episodes.
0: Uh, so uh brandon made me watch housewives of atlanta so we can have a conversation did
1: i I make you watch
0: yeah yeah you did but it's okay (laughs) i still love you anyway and uh i didn't watch (laughs) i didn't watch escape um so he's gonna just talk about that by himself and uh i have the hiccups So just FYI, I figured I should say something now because it's probably going to get real serious. But um, first, we're going to talk about fall finales, which I think should sound really strange because shows usually premiere in the fall, unless they're a show that was going on during the summer. You know, if you give us Mm -hmm. a queen sugar, it's understandable if it's going to be ending in the fall because it started before the fall season began, you know. Mm -hmm. But if you're giving us something that started in September and it's already going to have a fall finale at the beginning of November, what's up with that? Case in point, Will and Grace. Will and Grace is about to have their fall finale. And before I saw that, I'm not sure that I've ever heard the term fall finale before for a show that just came back in September. Now, I know that Will and Grace, like quite a few shows these days, is not going to have. They didn't get uh, 22 to 24 episodes for this season. However, it's still weird to me that we now exist in a space where it's like... Because, I mean, it's enough for me. When I was younger, there weren't a bunch of winter finales. Now winter finales have become a thing, you know?
1: Listen, let's get on my
0: last nerve. Last nerve. nerve. These shows go away for like a smooth three months. Listen, because
1: like, Grace, for example, you will get eight episodes in the fall. And then they want to give you like 17 in the spring. (laughs) Because whatever happens to the days where it's like, you get the show goes literally all the way up until you get the week off of Thanksgiving. Yes. Maybe. Maybe not. Right. And then you'll, you'll have the week off of Christmas. But other than that, you're going to keep on trucking. We're going to keep like,
0: trucking. Yes. I'm like, I don't. Wh- where did this whole thing come from where y'all need all these breaks all the time? And this fall thing is only making it worse. I'm like, what are we getting? Like, wh- how are we. Exactly. Give me my television. Right. Because I don't like
1: it either because, like, a good example is like how to go away with murder right like it's only like it's the, episodes, the seasons are only 15 episodes because i think that's in viola's contract or whatever which is fine right but i'm like so why are you showing it in the spring and in the fall just put it all together right because with this to my knowledge she's still filming about the same amount of time as they do on Grey's, and she's filming like 10 less episodes so i don't right so taking up all of my year so why don't why not just film it all together air it all together and keep it moving and keep it
0: moving exactly because
1: that because to me that hurts the storyline for this show specifically but for other shows too because it's like you give me eight in the fall but then you got to give me the last six or seven in the spring and it feels rushed
0: it does it does and there's there's a huge separation then is it necessary, especially, like, I'm kind of, you know, going off of what it is you just said, like, for that show mm-hmm. specifically, because it's mm-hmm. like, it at least, well, I'm not sure how many episodes Scandal has this year. Do they have the regular?
1: Mm, I want to say, no, I, I want to say it's
0: around 18. I could be wrong. Okay. Somewhere okay. around there. So it's like, you know, when it comes to Greys, they can play around with that, because they still have their full amount, you know? Mm-hmm. But when you're coming to the shows where you're going to have shorter, ap- shorter amounts of episodes, it's like, especially for How to Get Away with Murder, I know fewer people who watch that. And exactly. it's like, you you want to keep, you're not the one whose season is, your, your whole series is ending. You still have to keep going. And if we're being honest, more than likely, well, no, that's not true. Because they're probably going to put the firefighter show after Grease now. So, yeah i'm just gonna say candles yeah, candle yeah. Spot. so how to get over there will still be at 10 never mind i was gonna say because if yeah. they if, if they push it up you're gonna have more of an audience now so you definitely don't they want them to be like who the up. hell are these characters no They do push it up they're gonna it,
1: it's it, but it's smart to keep it in between sandwich between the two so yeah i'm not gonna watch it probably but it's <laughs> smart to keep a sandwich between the two but no i think that dang i'm trying to be shady i lost my point
0: ha <laughs> ha mm-hmm. that's how it happens
1: mm-hmm. it's don't so come back to me second it, it, let me see <laughs> let me see <laughs> but no oh in the breaks though it's not like anything even comes on in the breaks it's like television is literally off for three months so i got a right. go cable or a premium cable or something like network television is like a ghost town now and then you wonder why you fail it
0: yeah yeah and to be completely right. honest like we were just talking about as far as escape they're only giving us four episodes so, don't act like Shonda and Shondaland can't come up with something for those three months. They can give listen. you something real cute for three months. Come on now.
1: Okay, or you can just give me two or three short shows if you want to do short seasons.
0: Right. Right. But don't
1: listen. Because back in the day, Melrose Place used to give you 36 episodes. <laughs> now,
0: some <laughs> folks might not like
1: that today, but damn it, I would be glued, okay? <laughs> Please believe me.
0: I was on, um, I was on Netflix. And I was uh, scrolling through and I found, you wouldn't be familiar with this, but it was a show called She-Ra. And She-Ra was the sister of He-Man and He-Man was really major back in the 80s. And so I was like, wow, I haven't seen She-Ra in years. So I went into it and to see the amount of episodes for the first season, it's a cartoon, mind you, but still. 64 Mm -hmm. episodes. 64 30-minute episodes. When I tell you, my mouth dropped. <laughs> I was like, "What? <laughs> like, what?" Listen, they said we are giving this to you every day, <laughs> from the minute you enter that school until it's time for summer break. Every day, <laughs> ain't no winter break bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> we got that, you. Like, really
1: i don't understand like of course we know shows are going to end in may that's fine It makes sense but also too another thing with the shows is like the the beginning of the season has been pushed back further and further and further like shit used to start at the beginning of september now stuff don't come in come on to the last week L-
0: listen now, last week and beginning where, of october exactly
1: where is my television <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> i think i watch sports so i need my scripted programming okay
0: i think that's what damn the it. the the name of this segment should be called that while they're on um hiatus when they have their break um, it should be called no, where's my even, television take damn breaks
1: i be like what the fuck <laughs> i've been filming since july
0: okay okay but we we can move past that so that we can talk about Housewives. Okay, so I'm just going to. was a
1: nice segment. I ain't even did it on purpose. <laughs>
0: nice,
1: I mean, a nice segue, nice segment, Lord. <laughs>
0: Lord, okay. So, yeah. So, you watched yeah. Real
1: Housewives of Atlanta. Indeed, season I did. 10 premiere, the return of Le- Lanithia Monique Leakes. I'm just being extra right
0: it's now. So extra. But it
1: was the return. I, I, I'm happy it is back, but. I
0: want to hear your thoughts, because you don't normally watch. Oh, God. No. Okay, so I'm going to keep this real short and sweet. Because um, <laughs> what you won't do is have me talk about it. Uh, I, I still don't care for Nini. Um, I I uh, it's, it's funny, because I went from not knowing anything about this show to seeing a good amount of last season. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm looking at this now and thinking about the characters, and I think that that Portia seems like she's the kind of person who falls for anything. But then a part of me also feels like she she plays the whole dumb thing as a character. Like it it, it seems very Jessica Simpson to me because there are some things that she does honestly where I'm like, no, it's not even funny to me. It's like that's just silly. And like somebody told you, let's keep this character going. So I'm like, I'm not really feeling that. Um, she can be gullible. That's true. It's understandable if she's gullible in real life, but I don't think she's as silly as she makes herself seem in real life. Um, I haven't seen enough of the series for me to dislike Kenya the way a lot of people dislike her. So gotcha. I personally like her. Uh, okay. I I like Cynthia, and I like Cynthia all the way around. I've even seen her do interviews, even though I do believe the Fifty Shades of Cynthia was a bit much. I feel like I need to read up on her sign now because I'm like, you're a tad narcissistic, but okay. Um, You're a little full of yourself having become dressed as you, but she's a sweetheart. She really, really is. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that Cherie is extremely messy, but from what I've gathered, Cherie, okay, my bad. Mm -hmm. Cherie is extremely (laughs) messy, but from what I've gathered, she seems to be someone who will own up to it. So she'll talk about everybody, but there's nothing she won't say about you that she won't say to you. So I can respect that. Uh, that. uh, (laughs) But I'm never here for Nini because to me, she literally seems like the quintessential bully. And I am never, ever here for somebody who talks over people all the time. And what these people keep saying about her seems to be really true. So which was so funny to me when she told Portia, we're not going to be talking over each other because I've seen her in clips from the past and I've seen her talk over people one and two and two. It really does seem like she's the kind of person where if you're not agreeing with her, you're wrong. And that seems really problematic to me, you know, and I, I understand if you feel like this show was carried on your shoulders for a while, but there was a point where you left and the show still was a success. so it's very important to understand that and then candy um (laughs) i love candy and i would say i I would say she's probably maybe the nicest next to cynthia but it's that whole taurus thing and we
1: will get to yeah
0: i i i can't i can't for that reason like I can't for that reason. <laughs> the the whole Taurus thing really is a big strike against her because that that temper, that stubbornness, that holding things against people, like no, 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 I, I can't. But yeah, so that's my little my little roundup real quick. And, and kudos to Kenya for keeping her business to herself by all means, and for all of them to talk about. Well, if you're supposed to be my friend, no. I will tell you about who this man who I married when I feel comfortable. If you're my friend, you'll understand that. How about that?
1: Well, look at you. But okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, whew, I don't even know where to start. So, quick rundown. uh, it's the premiere. It's Cynthia's 50th birthday party. Like you said, she had everybody come dressed as her. Um, it's been, a, I guess, a couple months or a few weeks or whatever since the reunion. There is no Phaedra. And, uh, Portia is still kind of feeling the backlash of that because, you know, for those of you who don't know, last season, they just started a rumor that Candy was going to drug Portia and take advantage of her, sexually assault her. Portia confronted Candy about it, kind of, she believed, quote unquote, the rumor, spread it out, whatever, whatever, it was a whole big to-do. So, um, I'm not for them... Attacking Portia every week because that's old, that's annoying, that's boring. And for all of that, she just should not have been invited back to the show. Like, if we're going to do a bash a bash Portia every week, I'm not going to be here for that. Now, I do like Portia, but I can also admit what all of them are wrong. And all of them have been wrong at different times, some more than others. So I I don't think that's going to be interesting or entertaining. Um, I do like Candy, but Candy can hold a grudge like nobody's business. You say it's a tourist thing. I don't know that to be actual or factual. I just know that the heifer can absolutely stay mean and stay upset. Um, I like Sheree. Sheree is very messy, but her being messy is how she's keeping her spot on this show. So if being messy means she keep a check, that's what she's going to have to do, sadly. Uh, Kenya, you haven't really watched, so... <clears throat> Nene is good for the show because she keeps a lot of mess going or starts them herself, but she's also annoying because she plays the victim like nobody else can. So she's good to like get the ball rolling, but Lord have mercy. She can play the victim. Jesus. And then Nene. Nene is great television, amazing television, but she's a highly insecure person. She absolutely has to be the bully has to be in charge. And that is, what makes her annoying at times also. I, um, I feel like if the show continues, which it definitely can, in my opinion, they need to like get rid of more than half or half of the women and like get some new blood in there because we've seen these six ladies do so much over 10 years or whatever. It's kind of like, okay, we need something new to keep it fresh. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Because like on the other housewives franchises, they change women out often. Like you you on there for two or three seasons and then it's on to the next thing because like you have to keep it exciting, right? Because also too on the other housewives shows those women get a lot more physical than housewives of Atlanta have ever gotten, right? Ever they show they throw prosthetic legs, they throw glasses, they flip tables, they run around, they they, they act a damn fool. So I'm just like. For the few times that they've been physical on the Housewives of Atlanta, they got all the backlash. To me, that doesn't seem fair. Right. But I, I'm i enjoying the show, but I don't want it to be we're going to attack Portia every week. And I don't want it to be we're going to drag up this Kenya business. Because even though I dislike Kenya most of the time, I think you're right. It's like her business. And whether she's married or not, who really cares? A lot of folks don't believe it. They feel like it's a publicity stunt. I really don't care. If it's going to keep her calm and not in the middle of some mess, let her stay married. Damn it. <laughs> and also, too, if we're going to like attack Portia every week, then we should have just brought Phaedra back. There's no reason that you're going to fire Phaedra, but then that's going to be Portia's whole storyline. Because right. I'm not interested in that. Right. Phaedra should have came back and defended herself and not defended herself if that's what we're going to do. Right. But yeah.
0: Okay. So, what are your feelings about <clears throat> escape? <sighs>
1: uh-huh. Um. I'm happy to see them together again. I'm happy that they're going to go on tour. But this show is just proving... mm, I'm still surprised, and I've been saying this, I think, before in the podcast. I'm still surprised that they can all be in the same room together. And then tonight's episode kind of proved that. Because Candy, like I said earlier, can hold on to a grudge. She still is not over the issues that they had in Escape. And she's still not over... I think she's over Tamika saying what she said on the radio. But the more I watch their interviews and the more I see them interact, the issues have always been between Candy and Tamika. I mean, Candy and Latasha. Latasha was mainly the one singing lead. Um, so I think that both of them have egos and different things. So I think that that's where the bulk of the issues come from. Mm-hmm. The two of them. I think Tamika just being really close to Candy and then also being Latasha's sister just got caught in the middle. Because even watching tonight, Candy and Tamika seem to be still really close, or they seem to be, like, building that friendship again. Now, Candy is still very apprehensive about, like, being in the group, which is kind of addressed, because it's like, okay, if you still have, like, second thoughts or whatever, then you shouldn't have agreed to be, like, doing tours and everything else. But Candy was saying that she thought they were just getting back together to put out their own biopic and to stop the other one from happening. She didn't realize that they were, like, coming back together as a group. Right but you didn't fully communicate that. So how are we supposed to know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I I think they're going to go on tour and there might be the end of them. <laughs> or we at least not going to see them for a while because I don't know if they're going to be able to fix their issues because it's only a four episode season. But even still, if they're not actively working on fixing their issues, I don't think they're going to fix them. Right. So, yeah, I just think it's, sucks because they are and also too I guess they're all in it for different motives. Like I I feel like the Scott Sisters are there for a check. I feel like Tiny might be there just kinda like to have herself doing something outside of her marriage and outside of her kids, which isn't a bad thing. But I don't know if they and then Candy's probably just there for a check too. Like I don't think that they're really there to for the fans or for the group to be back together like in a genuine, sincere way. Right. So
0: Yeah, But you will be tuned in for the next three episodes?
1: I absolutely definitely will be, and I'm also going to the concert. Please don't be mistaken. I can can critique you all day long and still go pay my money and sing along to every song. Absolutely. (laughs) Candy can be stubborn as a bull, but I'm going to surely sing along to understanding, to just kicking it, to feel so good, to my little secret. Please know that I'm not going to have a voice the next day after the concert, but... (laughs) I will say that she is wrong. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> okay. Absolutely. So with that being said, listeners, that <laughs> means that at least for the next three weeks, you'll hear him <laughs> talking about both of these shows. <laughs>
1: exactly. It's just like Nini is my favorite, but she is wrong 99% of the time. <laughs>
0: wow. <laughs> okay. So everybody make sure that you listen as he'll be talking about this again next week. How? <laughs> Okay. This week we're talking about toxic masculinity. We have three particular stories we wanted to touch on in regards to it. And we definitely hope you guys comment and give us feedback on it as well. In 2017, we sadly still live in a society where tears are considered weakness in men. Where feminine anything is seen as lesser to masculine. This antiquated way of thinking has led to a lot of hurt people. These hurt people often end up harming themselves or continuing the toxic cycle, pouring their pain into others. So, as I said, we have three different topics that we wanted to talk about, and the first one is Tyrese. Now, Brandon, this has been a story that's been all over the news in the last couple of days, and you had an opportunity Mm -hmm. to see the video yourself, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the the issue with (coughs) Tyrese is actually an interesting one from my point of view. And that's the reason why Brandon and I wanted to talk about it, uh, because I sit on both sides when it comes to the Tyrese situation. So what ended up happening is that he went on to social media and uh, I saw the video on Instagram. I don't know if it was initially only on his Instagram page or not, but he was a much longer video, actually, even longer than the clip that I sent you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. So he ended up uh, going on to Instagram and he was talking about. Did you want to tell it if you did? Did, did you see more than what I showed you?
1: No, because uh, when I saw how long it was, I just watched what you showed
0: me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, pretty much the long and short of it is that he was uh, bawling in tears talking about his daughter and how he's pretty much in a custody battle for her right now. And he was talking about how he doesn't want to lose her and he doesn't know what else he has to do, you know. Uh, He was talking about how much money he's already paying in child support monthly and what else do people want from him. And it was a very interesting video, very. And it made me pause for a moment. And I had certain thoughts, but I decided I was going to keep them to myself. But then I started reading some of the comments under the video. And then, of course, you know, you go on to social media and you start seeing comments from different people. And it was very, very, very interesting. There were some people who were defending him, but there were a whole lot more who were not. The funny thing is, is that I am not a big fan of Tyrese. However, it wasn't for my reasons for not really caring for him, that people were making fun of him. A lot of people were mocking him because of the expression of his emotions. And they were shaming him for his tears. And in that moment was when I knew that this was something I really wanted to talk about on the show because of how sad I thought it was that in, in this moment, attacking him for showing emotion was what the issue was. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what I thought was so interesting. So, I definitely have more thoughts, but I wanted to get your take just on you're like what is it that you initially thought when you saw and heard it
1: um initially because I don't know all of the details between like his custody battle and everything that's been going on right but so I, whenever celebrities or I guess maybe even maybe even anybody post something like this like of themselves crying and then they want to put it online uh-huh I, I'm my eyebrows is normally a little raised because I'm like Are you seeking attention at this point? Like, what is the? I'm not against the crying aspect of it, but I'm like, you're crying for us. Like, what what is is the end goal with sharing the with sharing this with us? If you get what I'm saying,
0: right? Absolutely, because there
1: are definitely moments to cry. Like you're saying, I'm all for release and everything else. I just don't know why something as personal as your custody battle needs to be shared online or wherever he shared it initially yes and so at the beginning of the video i'm just kind of like okay i don't understand and i but then as it went on and you know what i'm saying to, I, I hate to say it's it felt insincere in the beginning at least in the clip i saw but as it went on to me it seemed a little bit more genuine and so i i my opinion kind of changed a little bit because i was kind of like okay maybe he's he's clearly going through something or something is clearly wrong. But I still don't know why you felt the need to share it in this way with us. Right. So that was my, the, the bulk of my opinion, just from initially watching the video.
0: I wanted to do my best to not judge his emotions. I will say that it didn't come off as genuine to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was mostly because, and, and but but this is the reason why it's so difficult for me. It didn't seem genuine because my whole thing is, is that like he's bawling, he's bawling, and he's crying, and then next thing you know, you know, he kind of has a, a moment where he's not crying as much anymore, and he's like he wonder if, he wonders if he's gonna get in trouble with it. I mean, for for making it, and then he's moving around the house and all this kind other kind of stuff, and I'm like, if I'm really going through it, it's not staying in my mind to keep this camera on my face. You feel me? Cause like he <clears throat> begins to make his way around the house and all this other stuff, and you see him look <clears throat> away from the camera. And I'm like, this is for show. Because I feel like mm-hmm. if this is just you genuinely in your emotions right now, the last thing you're thinking of is multitasking, holding this camera up to my face so everyone can see it, while doing other things around the house. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like have I'm
1: just like, kind of set the, the camera up or whatever, and then fully express whatever you have to say.
0: Kind of right, thing. right. Like, you're, you're breaking down right now. Who has time to be thinking about doing all this other stuff? You know? And mm-hmm. not only that, but in, in the side of me that doesn't necessarily care for him, I'm taking into consideration one of the reasons why is because of his personality type. And he is one of those people, you know, and I, I teach my students often about people who don't know how to compartmentalize their anger. Mm-hmm. Meaning there are a lot of people in this world who become angry and their anger spills over into other aspects of their life. And mm-hmm. one of the main things that bothered me is that he's in this huge battle right now with Dwayne Johnson, otherwise known as The Rock. And he was taking a lot of that anger about The Rock being able to get his own spin off and bringing it over into the custody battle with his daughter, you know, saying mm-hmm. the things that Dwayne Johnson was taking away from him and all that other kind of stuff. And I'm sitting there and I'm just thinking to myself, one really should have nothing to do with the other, you know? At all. Because he's talking about how he's... uh, If Dwayne Johnson gets the spinoff, he's no longer going to be... Tyrese is no longer going to be in the Fast and Furious franchise. And I'm like, dude, you are hurting yourself by doing this. This this has nothing to do with Dwayne Johnson. You're taking yourself out of the franchise. You're taking food out of your daughter's mouth. uh, uh, Yourself. This isn't Dwayne doing this. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at this from both sides. I'm looking at it from the sense that you are... You are so fragile in the sense that you're not able to wrap your mind around the fact that you have to step up and own what it is that's taking place right now. You have every Mm -hmm. right to express your emotions. Absolutely. Tears are real, you know. And this genuine love for your daughter, I'm here for it all day. But don't try to use that as some type of way of leaning in on, you know, I'm guessing it may be his ex-wife or ex-girlfriend or the mother of his child or Dwayne, you know? Like, mm-hmm. own the part that you play in it. And the reason why I say that is because my reason for disliking him is watching his career over the years and how toxic he's been, you know? His very old-school mm-hmm. thinking when it comes to men and women and the way that things are supposed to be. It's bothered me a lot the way that men are supposed to be. This very steep Harvey way of thinking, you know? And mm-hmm. the way that uh, femininity in men is not a positive. And I'm like, I'm not here for it, Tyrese. I'm not. So I hear I, I hear and see him with this breakdown, and all I'm thinking to myself the entire time is there's something deeper. And I've thought that for a long time, especially with his really outdated thoughts when it comes to male uh, men and women and their relationships and things of that nature. So when this breakdown mm-hmm. happened, and when he began to try to find some way to make Dwayne a part of it, all I'm thinking the whole time is, you need actual help, you know. Yeah. Like you need somebody to take your phone away for you to step away from social media and for you to get some legit help.
1: Yeah, that's definitely something I've been seeing more people saying because just the whole him and the Rock their battle is to me pointless. I don't get it because it's like if if the Rock is getting a spinoff, that's a, a studio decision or a creative decision that has nothing to do with you and like. I, him leaving the franchise won't hurt the franchise one way or the other because it, 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 you won't even be able to tell he's gone. I hate to say it, but you get know what I'm saying? Right, right, So again, that's just hurting himself. So, but we've also seen this kind of thing from him before. Like when he was in the group with Tank and Ty- um Genuine, he was the one coming out saying that he wanted to make more money than the two of them in the group. But yep. it's like, but I don't, I don't understand this kind of importance that you keep trying to give yourself of this kind of, this kind of higher rank and status. because not to say that he's not a name or whatever, but he's not at the level maybe he thinks he is, yes. at least with these business deals that he's getting. Yes. But I was going to say, though, people have been saying more and more, like, what well, the issue with The Rock is, like, okay, like, at first it was kind of funny, but now it's like, okay, you really feel this way. So maybe something is deeper there. And then this video with him crying, and I haven't been seeing much of it, but some people have been saying, okay, he's clearly, like, having a breakdown. Something is clearly wrong. Yes. He needs to help. Yes. But Again, there's so many people who feel like you who don't like him for various reasons. And so when somebody has a breakdown that they already don't like, they don't know how to process, like, okay, they need help. All they see is, or all they hear is all of the negative things that they've done and said. So they don't, kind of how we talked about a few weeks ago, it's like they they don't know how to really extend the compassion to them. And I'm not saying they should if you already don't like somebody. But I'm just saying it's clear that, like you're saying, that something is wrong. It's clear that he needs help.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know dude personally, so I'm definitely one of I never understand how people, like, I can express it. I don't necessarily care for him, but I know the difference of not caring for someone from a distance and mm-hmm. not caring for someone from what I know about them face-to-face, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't care for him from what it is that he's shown me on social media and, then you know, from his, his public perception, Um, As opposed to if I got to know him face to face. So from what I know and seeing him and not just what the media has shown, a lot of what I dislike about Tyrese has come out of his own mouth. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I still wish him well, you know, because I think that all of us are redeemable. So I, I really would like for him to seek help and to get better, because when he first came out, I really thought he was a very talented brother. But as you said, when you said what you said about when he was with Tank and Genuine, and I watched that, you know, and we're going to get to Tank in a little bit, but I watched that. And I have met Genuine on more than one occasion, and he was always very nice, very humble, very sweet, you know, so (laughs) I know how I feel about Genuine from being able, I've broken bread with Genuine, so I know his personality personally. Then I look at Tank and what it is that I've seen on social media, even this weekend, and I can see what his personality is like and how humble and sweet and nice he seems. So I look at Tyrese mm-hmm. and I'm like, why is it that you always seem to be the negative common denominator in all of these situations? You know, mm-hmm. in all of these situations, it always comes back. To you and feeling like you're not getting enough attention. Genuine and Tank both seem like they were able to make peace with the success that they were able to have. And then, you know, if the group not together anymore, they're doing their own solo thing. You make more money than both of them. Why was it an issue when y'all were together that you felt like you needed even more? You had yeah, two friends, out of the group. Right, yes. right. I'm like, you wanted more from the group when you had two franchises going on at once. You had Fast and the Furious and Transformers at one point, you know? Mm-hmm. God was beyond blessing you, and you still wanted more, my brother. And I'm like, that's a problem. I mean, there was one point where he and Ron had their show on the own network, which I mm-hmm. thought was a serious problem, you know? <laughs> I the, never watched it. In but. the area of toxic masculinity, oh, oh boy. <laughs> like, so I think you watched it I saw one episode it was an episode with okay. Amber Rose it ended up getting a lot of traction and I was gotcha. sitting there and I was just like no this isn't gonna do like I'm like Tyrese never needs to you got Steve Harvey you 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 have enough with that one man who thinks this way on television you don't need another man who feels the exact <laughs> same way I'm good you know I I have enough of the the, the 1940s male way of thinking no I'm good you know so yeah, I hear you. I, I'm 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 pretty done when it comes to that, brother. I, I pray <laughs> that he's able to get the help, you know. Um mm-hmm. I definitely can't say that I stand in the gap with him. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, you, you <laughs> can you, you go ahead and you got that. But I wish you nothing but the best. I, I don't mm-hmm. want to say that I want you to lose custody of your daughter. I don't want to say that I wish nothing but, you know, whatever it is you've put out in the universe. Karma's real. But I still want you to be able to have a happy ending. I think we all deserve that, you know, but uh, Uh learn your lessons because that's real, too. You know, I want everyone to be happy, but we all have to go through our lessons as well. So whatever you put out into the universe will come back to you. And this is just your season. Plain and simple. You know, Uh you you are what you Uh do. Simple as that. So the next thing that uh, or the next person who we're going to talk about is Al Reynolds. So, what's good with him?
1: <laughs> okay. And this is more so a, a global conversation than just specifically about him. But what sparked this um, for me is there was an article that came out. Well, uh, ironically, there was an article <laughs> that I saw on social media where it was saying he came out as bisexual.
0: Well, real quick, for, then, for anyone who may not be familiar with him, can you give people just a real quick about him?
1: Uh, He's Star Jones' ex husband. I don't know him outside of that.
0: Oh, no, that's good enough. That. That's good enough. <laughs> so I don't...
1: If y'all know him another way, more power to you. So there was an article that saying that he was—he came out as bisexual. And So, so many people um, were, like, quote-tweeting... At least I saw this on Twitter. Quote-tweeting the article saying, um, well, duh, we knew that. We've been new. Why are you finally coming out? You know, all of this, like, well, this is not new information kind of thing. And so my whole thing with that is that any time a celebrity does finally decide to come out or to publicly embrace their sexuality, whether we knew it or not, there's the backlash between from heterosexual people isn't and not backlash saying like we're anti queer gay or whatever, but just kind of like we already knew. Right. That's not necessarily surprising, but it's oftentimes a lot of LGBT people who are share that same sentiment. Right. And it's just interesting to me because so many people, Gay people are like you know, well, LGBT LGBT people in general are like give a person their time. You know, I'm saying they have to come out in their own way. You know, saying they need the space to do this. But then when somebody finally chooses their time to do this, it's like, okay, well, what are you waiting for? Like, what took you so long? Right. Like we already knew this. This is not a new information kind of thing. And this is really interesting to me.
0: It. I feel like it's always going to be according to what person or a group of people you're dealing with. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely all across the board, no matter what uh, specific group you're talking about, but definitely when it comes to uh, queer people, there can be a good amount of hypocrisy, especially when it comes to our, our stories of liberating ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. um, And, you know, like you and I had talked about this before we decided to speak, of, speak on it on the podcast, and I made it clear, you know, that from my point of view, I already assumed he was out, not I was saying, you know, well, we already knew that, I genuinely thought he came out in the news, you know, mm-hmm. um, so, but yeah, no, I'm definitely not one of those, well, we already knew, blah, 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 no, I'm like, if, if this is your way, no matter what age you are, if you feel like exactly. you are ready to be able to, if you want to be able to have a voice, or just to be able to say to the world, I am who I am, then by all means do mm-hmm. so, and there is no rush, you know? Uh, exactly. Exactly. As long as you are not harming others in the process, my whole thing is do what you're going to do, you know, Uh, because we we live in a world where people will tell you that you should be out. And then when you do, they shame you, you know, (laughs) listen,
1: listen, (laughs) it's like we're out. So you need to come out, too. But then you come out. It's like, okay, well, why did you come? We came out. Like, what are you like? What were you hiding? Like, what were you doing?
0: I don't or. Now that you're out, you're not doing this the way we are and all that kind of stuff, you know?
1: Yeah, so what, you expect somebody to come out and then you want them to immediately be an activist or you want them to immediately be a spokesperson. You want them to immediately be... No, maybe this, in the in the celebrity realm especially, maybe they just wanted to express who they are and they want to continue with business as usual. Yeah. Because everybody is not meant to be an activist. Yeah. Everybody's not meant to have a platform and speak on certain issues. It's just not realistic.
0: That's the absolute truth. It is. And you cannot
1: place that on somebody just because you like them or their personality or whatever. And you think that they're going Because also when they start speaking and they don't agree with you, then you want them to, like, no longer have that platform. But you just gave it to them. Right. Which is a slightly different topic. Let me come back. It's <laughs> <laughs> always really interesting to me, especially, though, with, like, gay men when they or bisexual men when they decide to come out. It's like, okay. It, this is always it's never a positive or a warm reception at least that i've seen
0: right and i mean of, of course with the situation that just happened with kevin spacey that didn't help it any you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so so yeah when you just said that i was like well yeah as 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 of recently we really can't look at a lot of positive uh there there was even when it came to frank ocean there were a lot of really good responses, but then it became a whole thing. And and it's unfortunate that we still live in a society where it has to become a big thing, you know? Um, yeah, well, I remember
1: a lot of people saying... I'm
0: gonna go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say that he just recently celebrated his birthday last week. Mm-hmm. And I loved being able to see the video because he held a ball, and I loved mm-hmm. it. And I think the reason why I loved it is because beautiful Scorpio that he is, He does everything on his time, and that's the way it should Mm -hmm. be. That goes very hand-in-hand with the conversation we're having right now, you know? He didn't Mm -hmm. allow people to force him along into where they wanted him to be. There were people who were saying flat out that he wasn't gay. (laughs) Even Even when he told his story the way he wanted to tell it, there were many people who were saying, well, for the record, he's not gay because he never said blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, okay, so then it became debates and think pieces about where he stood. And then there are people there are people who started shaming him because they were like, well, because he won't flat out say it, he doesn't stand with us and la la la. I'm like, Mm -hmm. he told his story the way he wanted to tell it after he told it to what you just said. He never said he wanted to be an activist. He shared his story, you know, with him sharing his story. You can be certain he saved at least one life with that Tumblr post. You know? You feel me? So I'm like, yeah. what what needed to be accomplished was accomplished. All of you didn't get what you needed, so you decided you were going to think piece of the way and tear that brother down. All these years later, here he comes with hip, a ball for his birthday. He ain't need a single one of y'all to let him know when he was going to do it. He did it on his own. <laughs> Had a bunch of fabulous ass people there. Went sashing his ass down a runway, leaning over tables as they giving him his tens, and he was living his life flat out you know so i'm listening I, to, uh, yeah i'm sorry go ahead no 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 go ahead i was just gonna say so this this whole thing with al reynolds i'm here with you because it's just like Let people tell their stories the way they want to tell them when they want to tell them. You don't get to tell people, you know, on your platforms to respect a person's time and space for when they come out. And then when they do, you feel like you need to be at the front line talking about, well, here's your badge, you know. (laughs) Listen, here's what I'm
1: saying. It's like. No, you, you just keep saying, you, I just keep going back to the, all these people say you know, got to give people that time, that their, their space, their X, Y, Z, allow them to get there on their own. You know so They're always saying, you know, when coming out isn't easy, it was always a journey for all of us. You have to remember that uh, the minute somebody does, they forget all of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like,
0: okay. Yeah. It's real. It's real. And it's sad. And But that, yes. that goes back to what I always say about we have to see each other. I can't stress it enough. I'll say it for the rest of my life. We have to see each other. Capital S-E-E. We don't take the time to actually see each other because we're running around like chickens with our heads cut off attempting to figure our lives out all day. Mm-hmm. And we don't see what other people are going through. You're telling people that you're going to provide a space for them to come out. But once they do, you want for their story to look like yours. And that's not the way that it's supposed to be. You provide people the space to come out. And then once they do, allow them to figure out the next chapter of their journey after that. Plain and simple. It's still their life. (laughs) And you're supposed to be able to see them in their life. See them in their life. Again, This this life that we live of always forcing people to focus on me when it's about we and we doesn't have to always be romantic relationships. We is simply the human condition. We have to work on ourselves. But this is the reason why I be stressing to people the importance of multitasking. Find a way to multitask in one aspect of your life, at the very least, (laughs) when it comes to being able to work on you and see other people. We mm-hmm. have to be able to do that. we 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 can't be able to, we can't work on us we, we can't work on us and then be able to say, "You know, I'm Raven working on me. I see Brandon working on him. Oh, Brandon has evolved to this next level. well, that that level should be where I am. That's not fair, you know, exactly because Brandon is not the exact same place that Raven is, and vice versa. There are aspects of Brandon's life where Raven may not be yet, even if we have an age difference. Let people walk the way that they're supposed to walk. It's their walk. And if you feel like that's not something you want to be a part of, move away from it. If you don't like what Al did, if, if this aspect of his life is something that bothers you, if you don't believe it, that's perfectly fine. But that doesn't mean you have to tear him down because of it. You don't agree with it? All good. Keep it moving. The, the large majority of you don't even know him personally. So why does it even bother you?
1: the large majority was just, I just when I saw it and I saw all of the reactions and I was just it's so interesting but
0: yes yeah but uh, we're going to close it out with a positive and we're closing okay. it out with our brother Tank <laughs> and I uh, I've told people for a long time and I, I really have for, for anyone who knows me closely they know that The singer Mario and Tank are my two favorite male vocalists. And I've loved the two of them for a really, really long time. And this was long before it got to the point where you're on social media and you're able to see each other's IG stories and all that stuff. But just this weekend alone, like, uh, Tank and his girlfriend, I know her name's also the Z, but I can't remember it. If it's his wife, I apologize, his wife, um the woman who he's spending his life with. (laughs) They were at the W (laughs) in Las Vegas. And just watching the IG story just from this weekend so far, I can't wait to get back on IG just to see the rest of it. Like he's so damn cool, Brandon, like so cool. And he is the, the, the epitome of the removal of any form of toxic masculinity. Like he walks in his truth so beautifully and mm-hmm. it, it, it wouldn't matter to me with his sexuality. I, I could care less if he's gay, straight, bisexual, transgender. I, I could care less. His light is so freaking bright. And I'm like, I'm watching this and uh, he and his uh, his woman are about to leave out. To go to like uh, the bar or a spa or something like that, and the guy behind them is as as you can see. And Brandon, I know who you're, you're. Always like you know, unless somebody tells you they're gay. But I feel like every now and then you can just tell. Um, and you can watch the IG story for yourself. <laughs> there, I feel I he was he was himself completely himself, hiding nothing. So I he's gay, and so there's a gay dude who's in the background. And, uh, they're all celebrating together, all laughing and tripping. So of course, you know, I love that. Cause I'm like, this is tank. I love these. Just like, I don't care who you are. If I like you, I like you. So the guy takes them to the spa, then to a bar and they get these really cute drinks. They were like martinis and they <laughs> were purple. And when you take this, uh, lemonade and when you poured it into the drink, it turned into a pink drink and tank was so tickled by this. And he and his girlfriend were just loving it. And they're like clinking and everything and drinking and just enjoying themselves. And I really, really loved it. And just watching them and how he's singing as they're walking through the hallways. And all I kept thinking was this last like year or two of him and performing at Pride. And, you know, when he was on uh, The Breakfast Club talking about analingus. And I'm like, he just lives his truth 100%. And I think it's sad that people question his sexuality, to be honest with you. Because if if we're being honest, toxic masculinity doesn't just exist in the cis hetero community, you know?
1: Listen. <laughs> Cause it kind of no, I'll let you finish. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it kind of pairs well with kind of what I was saying with Al Reynolds. It's like so many gay and bisexual men they're like, Okay, well, you need to be able to be cool with straight men, you need to be able to have friendships with straight men, straight men need to not have an issue with our sexuality, XYZ, whatever. But the moment Again, a straight man shows that he is comfortable in himself. A lot of gay and bisexual men will question, like, "Well, why is he so comfortable? Like, he, is he hiding yep. something? Like, does he really have feelings there? Like, because ain't no straight man supposed to do that? Like, but it's like, but you just said, <laughs> right? <straight men. laughs> you, you just, you just said that. <laughs> it was but, like when somebody shows you they are comfortable and do not care. You're like, well, why are you so comfortable? Right? right. you told me to be like,
0: I, I don't. Because <laughs> you t- listen. this is simply me, you know, this is me. And that's why I look at tank and I'm like, I, if you want to know people who you want to meet one day, I would love to meet him just because there's nothing like being around. Not only people who know themselves, because you can know yourself and still be angry. Even though Mm -hmm. I, I personally feel like more often than not, once you figure out who you are, you're seldom an angry person, but Uh, Because I'm going to be flat out real quick. This is kind of going off the subject, but real quick, the the, the people who I know who are angry, and this is all across the board, think peace people included, are usually people who don't know themselves. They're Mm -hmm. usually on a journey to figure out who the F they are, and they're mad, you know? So Mm -hmm. I love seeing people who are like Tank because these are people who figured it out. And I love that. I love being around people who have figured it out because they're fun. And they're 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 fun without the need to be messy, you know, because there are a lot of people who are fun, but they're fun at the expense of others. I love being around people who are fun because they are simply living life. And when you look at this brother, he is living life and it, it gives me life. It makes me float. I watch his videos and I'm just like, this is what happy looks like. This is what I could care less. And that's the reason why when he did pride and when everybody started coming after him, he came back like, I'm here. I stand with that community. I went because I wanted to celebrate with them. They were an amazing audience. He took his damn shirt off during that. He could have cared less. He could have cared less because he knows who he is, you know? Exactly. And because I know me and I celebrate me, I love my kids. I love my woman. I'm good. I love this community. And I can do that because I'm happy and I know me. There is no toxic here. And that's the reason why I wanted to end with him. Because we start with a brother who is clearly still figuring himself out. Mm -hmm. You know? He is in a dark place. And he is still figuring it out. And I wanted to end with, funny enough, they were in a group. (laughs) Funny enough. I wanted to end Mm -hmm. with somebody who has figured it out. Now, I'm not saying he's figured it out 100%. I don't know him personally to know that. I don't know if we ever get it 100%. I feel like at, at that point, we're called home, you know? But mm-hmm. I, I love that he's in a place where he's figured it out enough where ain't nobody gonna make him sweat, you know? You, you're exactly. not gonna make me feel uncomfortable in my skin because you're uncomfortable in yours, you exactly. know?
1: are you uncomfortable about how comfortable I am. Talk like.
0: about it. <laughs> Talk about that. <laughs> Speak that word right there, boy. <laughs> woo, woo. Mm, you gave me chills just now. <laughs> I, I
1: see. I see.
0: Oh, I almost. Mm, I'm sorry. I need a moment. You can keep talking. I need a moment. <laughs> I, I didn't have. Anything else. You said you ain't had nothing else. Oh, Brandon, don't I do did. that. You were closing don't. it out
1: so. No. But no, it's just it, that, that's true though. Like people are on their journey, and
0: then mm. like
1: like you were saying earlier, like you're not gonna be at the same place somebody else is. And so a lot of times, while you're still figuring your stuff out, somebody appears to have theirs all together. And then you're like, well, why is my stuff not together yet? Why can they be so comfortable? Why them? Not, why not me? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, Just another
0: example. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm glad we weren't recording this live, like like in person with video. I, w- I would have had to stand <laughs> up and shout. <laughs> Ooh! I, the, the spirit came the through line. just now. Because yes. <laughs> that's real. That's real. you're you're, you're real insecure because of my security listen you're real insecure because of my security (laughs) and I can't I can't do anything about that Brandon I can't do anything about that you know Uh, mm, mm -mm. I salute you I salute you tank I salute you tank (laughs) you are what it looks like when you can wipe away that toxic energy you are what it looks like when you walk in your truth you are what it looks like when you radiate light. You are what it looks like when you are a man. How about that?
1: Yeah, you gotta stand. I love it. Stand
0: in your manhood of what real manhood looks like. Let's be clear. Because, baby, when I sleep with a man, I can be a man. <laughs> I am no lesser of a man because of my love for men. If I decide today to walk outside with a dress on, I am still just as much of a man as I was before I put it on. I am a full man in my nudity. I am bare. I am raw. I am still a man. And I am a man who embraces and loves every aspect of my femininity. I wouldn't be a man if I didn't have it. How about that? Yes. I
1: don't not you speak
0: so good, I just snap. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I think we got our point across. You think so?
1: I, I definitely think so. Yes.
0: Good. <laughs> <laughs> and now it is time for good news, Mr. Harris Williams. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Come on, amen.
0: Hey, hey. Harlem <laughs> <laughs> so shaking. You're Harlem shaking right now.
1: Yeah, the real one, not that fake shit they did a few
0: years ago. There we go. Okay, let them know. Let's be clear about that.
1: Let's be real clear.
0: <laughs> follow, it up with a, be ch- clear. follow it up with a chicken noodle soup for me. uh <laughs> clear it out. Hey. <laughs> hey. Let so... me
1: find out, you know. Let me find
0: out. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>
1: I don't dance. Let
0: me find out. I mean, if you get enough drinks, Simmy. Oh come this on, is crickets! Correct.
1: This is correct because you were dancing at the Halloween party. This is
0: correct. Ta da! See, look, I said, look at him. <laughs> you got required. I was like, oh, I i guess he didn't notice me at the Halloween party. All right, got you. You better be
1: cognizant of what you're doing when you're drunk. I
0: love it. <laughs> Everybody so, ain't able. So. I'll- Look, I'm always very clear. I never let myself. Ge- I'm a Scorpio. We have a thing with control. I can't let myself get to a point where. Mm-mm. But with that being said, that's a great segue <laughs> into my very first bit of good news, which is it bit. is Scorpio season. Now, this is no knock to my October Scorpios. We love you dearly. But there's something about that good November 1st. <laughs> when that good November 1st hits, that's when you know you're in the thick of Scorpio season. And we are. So, I just want to give a shout-out to all of my Scorpios who, li- who are listening to the Healing Space podcast today. I see you. I love you. We rock. We rule. Soar high. Thank you very much. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Second. And
1: now you be lying when you say saying Scorpios get a lot of hate. I don't ever see that. But, you know, whatever. Okay.
0: So, with, with that being said, for those of you who are listening in who are Scorpios, please make sure that you inbox us and you give us some of your... <laughs> horror stories about the things people have said about Scorpios because I do not understand why Brandon thinks that it's all love for Scorpios. That's BS. He thinks that only Geminis get hated on. Oh, no. People hate on Scorpios hard. Let
1: me correct it. Scorpios get hate during
0: Scorpio season. Okay. Scorpios get hate all year long.
1: Not like Geminis, Geminis get hate from January 1st Always oh, January 1st of the next year. January 1st of the next year. Listen, we can hate doing everybody's season. And it's ten times worse during our season. I don't know what y'all got against Gemini. I don't really care either. But we need to get it together. It's to called Iyana to fix
0: it. Here's the funny thing that you'll always know about Geminis, And he literally just did it. I wouldn't have even been what able I to do? say it if he didn't just do it. You'll That's always know a Gemini. Because the Gemini will always follow things up with, I don't care. That is the truth. And the funny thing is, in all the years that I've known Brandon, I very seldom have heard him say it. So, it always tells you a lot about a Gemini when you hear them say, they don't care. That is a Gemini staple. I don't care, or Kanye shrug, mind you, he's a Gemini. It is very interesting that you find Geminis always talking about, eh, I don't care. Eh, I ain't worried. Eh, it's whatever. Oh, dear Gemini dear dear sweet gemini but anyway you've gotten us so far off track one this is good news Two, this is about scorpio see how gemini's do anyway so (laughs) next thing (laughs) my next bit of good news is i would like to say congratulations to my dear friend bernard and his now fiance andy that is some really really good news bernard has known me since i was like phew like maybe 15 16 years old Like he's known me for a really, really long time and I'm really happy for him. You know, see what, I'm sorry. I was about to say, see what happens when you move from Baltimore, but (laughs) I'm not going to shade my hometown. I I love Baltimore all day long, (laughs) but, uh, but no, I'm so happy to see them together And I believe that the actual engagement happened in Maryland. So I love that he went back home for that to happen. Uh, But congratulations, Bernard. I'm very, very happy for you. And that is the end of my good news. What about you, Gemini? Uh, uh,
1: (laughs) I can't fully share my good news, but I am. um,
0: So so you're giving us half-ass good news?
1: I I am as much as I can share right now. Okay, it's got to be a time and a place for all announcements.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I am working on something involving writing, mm. and when I can share more, I will share more. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. mm. Look at that. Look at you. You see me?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's my good news. As much as I can share. When I can share more,
0: mm-hmm. I will share more. mm Hmm. <laughs> you could have saved that for later. But we're glad that you're letting us know right now. So then people can you're come welcome. back to this episode and be like, that's when he gave us that tiny little ass breadcrumb. We appreciate it. Yes. Look. I love bread. Oh, for
1: boy. Ha! Ha ha Yes. Talk about it. Hawaiian rolls? Oh, my gosh.
0: Mm mm so we're gonna we move. eat them
1: just out the pack
0: no we're gonna move on because oh, i don't like bread so we're gonna move on I'm just, thanks you missing out whatever okay. i'm so good more for me and especially now after the whole food poisoning thing and me cutting uh, cutting out pizza there, there's no more <laughs> bread. there's no type of bread at all <laughs> <laughs> there's none so, <laughs> the only just type just of bread i did spaghetti. eat yeah. what'd you say so just
1: your sauceless spaghetti yes
0: First of all, anyone who has <laughs> ever had my spaghetti knows that that's blasphemy, that you're talking about my sauceless spaghetti. I drench my spaghetti in sauce. Thank you very much. You, he tries, y'all. He tries so hard. <laughs> and he, y'all know spaghetti is my favorite food. So he's trying my entire life calling my spaghetti. Sp- oh, Let me breathe. Let me breathe. We're going to move feel, on we going to move on. Exhale, yes, yes. Cause it's time to close the show out. So we're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, if people want to reach on social media, kind sir, how do they do that? You
1: can find me on Twitter at No More Otis. And
0: yeah. Oh, right. Because that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only place he's giving y'all access to right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to walk with me on social media, you can find me at Scorpio, that's all over social media. Scorpio Yogi. Scorpio and Yogi. It's real simple. Uh if you want to be able to uh walk with <laughs> the healing space, that's THS Podcast on Instagram and that's underscore THS podcast on Twitter. And I think that's it for uh this episode, sir, right? Um, I think
1: that's it. Did
0: you want them to follow all of your other pages or no? <laughs> <laughs> I decided I'm going to start keeping it real simple And if y'all are walking with us on those two pages You'll be able to eventually find out About all the other pages as well <laughs> Keep well, it real simple for everybody <laughs>
1: Yes, yeah, easy to remember
0: Amen, okay, I like it Use that as well to be able to ask us any questions Make any comments Because like I said, we love being able to share With all of our listeners The different things that y'all are talking about When it comes to the healing space But until next week We're going to bid you all adieu definitely have an awesome week be kind to one another and until next week namaste